0: Hi, everyone. This is The Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Io. I'm your host, Dr. Io Gathing. I'm a board certified psychiatrist, best selling author, and a health and relationship expert. I am here to liberate you from your boring ass love life. Lose the good girl and unleash your inner bad girl to finally find love and get the relationship you deserve. Girls, welcome to another episode of Bad Girls Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. We have got such an interesting and amazing topic for you all today, and an amazing guest. So, today we have Emily McKnight. Say hello to my bad girls out there.
1: Hey, bad girls.
0: Welcome. So
1: glad to be here. Thank you. I'm so excited. Let me
0: tell my listeners a little bit about you. So, okay emily is a dating and relationship coach but not only that she's also an author Mm -hmm. and she is driving a new discussion and one that i'm so interested in and can't wait to dig into around sexual purity leading to marriage and encouraging the modern woman to choose, live, and love differently. She supports women with a self reflective discovery process to find themselves, God, and ultimately their love of a lifetime. Love that. With her powerful personal testimony, tried and true theories, and girlfriend next door genuineness, Emily passionately endorses. The extraordinary power of heaven sent love. Ooh. Yes. She is a
1: hopeless romantic,
0: self (laughs) described. Right. (laughs) Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Ayo. This is fantastic. How did you get
0: interested in this area of relationships?
1: Well, you know, like I said, I was a hopeless romantic. I still am. I love love. (laughs) And I do. I do. I've been like that for a very long time. And when I got into my 20s, you know, you get 23, 24. You're like, okay, well, it's time to settle down, get married, etc. I just wasn't having any luck. And so I just started spending a lot of money. I went to seminars. I went to conferences. You know, back then, it wasn't all this stuff online. You know, social media has it online. Right, <laughs> I was right. spending some money. You're right. You <laughs> so, had to go in person. <laughs> yes, in person, spending some change, figuring this thing out. I even did a master's thesis on dating relationships. You know, just really trying to figure out, you know, I was dating. I was in relationships, but it was not leading to marriage. Mm-hmm. And finally, being a Christian woman... Um, but still doing my thing, you know, as most of us are in our twenties. You know, I finally said, you know what, God, you know, just take this whole relationship thing. I don't know what I'm doing, obviously. You know, I just kind of turned it over to him. And that led me to celibacy, to abstaining from sex until marriage. And that was a big deal for me because that's something that I was net did not have on my radar whatsoever. Um, I enjoyed sex. I thought I was pretty good at it by this time. I basically, I did, you know, I'm like, like, what's what's happening here? Like, no, don't do that. Like, I'm nice. You know, I pay my (laughs) tithes. You know, I'm a sweet person. I don't do anything wrong to people. Like, no, don't take that away. And I said no for a couple of years. But finally, you know, I just kind of listened to him. Um, I removed sex off the plate and I started, you know, just really, doing some of the things that I've learned. Like I read all these books, I got this thesis, you know, I attended all these seminars and I just started doing, you know, some of the things that I learned, I did some tweaks with God direction and dating just really changed for me. Like the game literally changed, not even having sex with these dudes. I mean, flowers, wine and dines. um, People asking me for commitment, like I wouldn't even have to have that. Where are we going from here, Tog? It was just crazy.
0: Whoa! And it like it yes,
1: flipped on its head. Bro. It it did, and I'm like, are you serious? If I knew this, then I would have been stuff. having sex. I was <okay. laughs> like them Cookies up in the jar, right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and so, now, you know, and it really just dating was a lot faster. Like I was just kind of weeding them out. It wasn't no two, three year long relationships or whatever it might be, a couple of dates. It might not even lead to a date, Um, you know, but I was having fun. I was living my life. I was enjoying dating and that only lasted for two years until my husband came back into my life. Um, We were friends, but he pursued me and we dated for two years and it was a wrap. It was like over, like, you, you know, married. He, he was like, right.
0: okay, I'm locking this down. Like he came,
1: he locked it down, and I'm literally married to my best friend in the entire world. That and it's amazing. amazing.
0: Oh, I was just going to say that was yeah. amazing. I mean,
1: especially for a hopeless romantic, right? Oh, like, my goodness. You
0: marry someone that you were already friends with, and it's still romantic and fun yes. and
1: sexy. That's amazing. That's he awesome. is a great guy. And... You know, I was having fun and I had really good relationships, even, you know, of course, with him. And so now I'm just sharing it with the world. Anybody who is out there willing to listen to me, I'm devoted to let you know, like, it doesn't have to be so hard. It doesn't have to be so rough. It doesn't have to, you know, be a lot of heartache and pain and cheating and mm-hmm. lying. I mean, it just doesn't have to be that way, you know, so I'm so just
0: I here to, to share
1: I know, right? One
0: of the things <laughs> that you um, kind of discuss and talk about is date discerningly. So what what does that mean? Does that just mean be celibate or what does it
1: mean? Well, to me, it just really means being intentional and really kind of taking a step back and not really focusing on, oh, I really want to be in a relationship. But like, do you like this person? Do you want to spend time with this person? Like really sitting back Listening to someone, um, you know, do I want to spend any more time with them? And it's not rushing into things. It's not casual sex. It's not dating men for meals. Like, I'm not really feeling him, but, you know, he takes me on the best date. So like, it's all that foolishness is gone. You know, um, you have your intentions. You have your goals. If your goal is to get married, that's what you're dating for is to get married. So
0: your goal isn't necessarily to get married yet? What if you're 22, 23 and, you know, kind of focusing on you? So how do you date discerningly at that point in your life when you might just be looking for companionship or love? And
1: so that's a thing. And I guess that's where I bump heads with lots of women, especially younger women, um, like you said, who are 20, 22, 23. It's like, my thing is, if you're not dating to get married, then don't date because you get caught up. You know what I mean? And you get caught up in these situationships. You get caught up in these 10, 15 year companionships, you know, and you claim like, oh, I'm no, not ready for a relationship. But you've been with the same guy for nine years. Like, what are you guys doing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You guys could be building together. You guys could be building wealth and houses and having some kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I mean? all that time. <laughs> right? But you're still saying that you don't want to, you know, you're not ready for marriage. So just really be honest with yourself. Like, what is it that you want? And don't be afraid to go out and, and get that and know that you can have that.
0: So is celibacy, do you believe celibacy is a calling or do you believe it's a choice or like, how should a, a woman decide if she should be celibate? Or do you think all Christian women should be celibate? Like this, tell us about celibacy a little bit.
1: Okay. Well, for me, it was definitely a call. And, you know, a lot of Christian women out there, a lot of Christian men are having sex prior to getting married. You know what I mean? It's just what our society is doing right now. And so that was something that God had to just literally tell me over and over again, like, no, you need to stop having sex before marriage. And listening to him, I really start understanding that, yes, sex is or should be preserved for the marital union. That's how God designed it to be. So we're praying for our husbands, we're praying for a spouse, you know, we're praying for different things, but we're kind of keeping, you know, holding on to sex, like, oh, well, you just can't have that. But God wants that, you know, he wants wives and husbands (laughs) to be (laughs) having sex with each other, not this casual thing. Exactly. And um, so I think it's a calling. I think it's a choice that you have to make. And you have to deal with the consequences that come along with not choosing it appropriately. Mm -hmm. And some people don't get called, you know what I mean? Like I have so many girlfriends, you know, family members who was never called to be celibate and, you know, got married, whether or not it worked out or not, or it might have been some, you know, problems in that marriage, you know, and not to be judgy or judgmental or anything like that, but knowing what I know now about sex and why it was a designed for marriage, it makes me wonder if that has something to do with why our divorce rates are so high or if that has something to do with why, you know, so many marriages have, you know, infidelity, have to work through, you know, cheating, Mm -hmm. women, the wives, men, you know, it's not just the men anymore. You know what I mean? Like you're hearing so many things going on. It's kind of like, oh, you know, like if you you guys would have got that self-control under wraps, from jump in the dating relationship, you know, maybe things would be a little different. I don't know. That's but, true. Um, I mean,
0: if you could be celibate, you know, even when you could be out there
1: doing your thing, then you definitely should be able to Because it's preparation. Because <laughs> you have to. You have to. You know, I was sharing with you. I'm in this college camp town right now and see these little football players and stuff like that. You know, like, you got to stay focused. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i guess that's where the prayer comes in
1: that's where, that's the, where the prayer comes, comes in gotta, but i've done, done it for you know for years prior to so it's easier for me to look i'm like he too fine i ain't even looking down that street no more i'm not looking over at that car anymore or the other aisle in the grocery store like let me wrap this up i can come back a little later right. like you can flee from those things like i'm good at it now
0: swing <laughs> yeah it's good <laughs> Do you think it's important for the men that you date to also be spiritual or
1: celibate if you've chosen this journey? I think it's important for them to have some type of reverence to God. Definitely. And so when I work with women on developing their lists, you know, they're Christian women, but they say, well, should I give this guy a chance? He doesn't really love the Lord or, you know, he doesn't really believe in God. I'm like, you know what? You need somebody at least on your same level, um, spiritually to even understand this walk mm. and to be willing to do this with you because they've had, they, you know, have heard it. They have a relationship with the God. They are in the word and they're hearing the same things that you are. Right. Um, so it kind of just sets you up, um, you know, at an advantage if you do have someone on your spiritual level, hopefully, hopefully um, <laughs> more, more advanced, actually, you oh. know, my husband was on point, You know, he'll bring out a scripture like in a minute. And that's kind of like what I needed because... You know, I was attracted to him, no doubt. <laughs> he right. was attracted to me. I was weak in some I was moments. I'm
0: just gonna ask about that. So, <laughs> when you're both deciding, or or maybe one person's deciding, the other person's kind of respecting that. So, how do you stay strong? Like,
1: how do you fight that temptation? Girl, we dated outside as much <laughs> as possible. Yes, yes. <laughs> it ain't no, let me cook dinner for you. Let's have these couple of glasses of wine, and we could just watch our favorite show. No, we had to be outside, no, chilling. Heck no. <laughs> that would get you caught all the way up. Um, so we did a lot of dating outside. Um, for us, my husband was already celibate at the time, which was perfect. I was like, what? You're already in his journey? Like he had been in the game for a, you know some time before me, which mm-hmm. was great. So we came into it like, okay, well, this is definitely what we're doing. Um, but even before my husband came along, you know, I did have men – who were interested in me um, and said like, you know, I've never tried this before, but I'm willing to try this with you. And they were genuinely, you know, genuine about it as well. So, you know, it's, it's, it can be done. So many women say like, you're not going to find a man who's going to wait for you. Like I had many men that were willing to wait. It just didn't work out for us.
0: Right. And for other reasons, other than
1: this other than the sex thing. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: And I'm imagining that you would probably get to know each other on such a deeper level if sex and the complications of, you know, intimacy physically are off the table. So do you, do you feel like you get to know the people you dated and even your husband on a deeper level?
1: Yes, definitely. Like dating outside is helpful because um, I don't know if you've ever experienced, but for me, before everything, you know, I'll be dating a guy, we're vibing, etc. This is pre-celibacy, and we'll have sex, and then everything stops, and I'm like, "Damn, what happened? <laughs> like hey, everything was hey, going so totally good, yeah. <laughs> yes, and now we're only having sex." You're not opening up to me anymore. You're not sharing with me. We don't have anything else to talk about, but guess let this be is good. So I'm just going to stick around for a couple of three more months, four more months. Right, right. And it's just I, like yeah, a right. mess. Exactly. Now I done added
0: you my number on. Now you got to <laughs> <laughs> make this work a little bit. Right, you we do to make this work. You're to yeah. like, given your body, you've been intimate in that way and you feel kind of like, okay, let me find ways to make this work instead of saying, is this right for me?
1: Right, right. And so for me, celibacy was just so empowering because I kept that at the forefront. Like, let me really get to know this guy. Like, what are are his dreams? What are his aspirations? What does he do? You know, what does he want to do in the future? Like, do I even see myself with this guy? Um, I didn't even tell men that I was celibate right out the bat. Like, I learned to wait until like the second or third date because honestly, I'll it sometimes it wouldn't even make it to the second or third date. I'm like, you know, what this dude, we're not on the same level. (laughs) (laughs) You are not the one. (laughs) You're not. I I, I mean, I don't even have to have this conversation. So it went from, you know, trying to find someone who is going to be on this journey with me to do I even want to spend my time with him? And the latter is so much more important and so much more empowering and did so much more to my self-esteem than the former, you right. know what I mean?
0: And I imagine that you encounter guys who, like you said, they either mm-hmm. kind of drop off up front or they're willing to stick in with you. And then, you know, they're actually interested in you as a person. Right. Or did you find that some of them stuck around to see if they could wear you down? Did you? Some of them
1: did. <laughs> yeah. I remember where it was this one guy was just waiting, like just sitting back in the trenches, waiting for me to slip up. And thank God I was able to, you know, kind of stop it before it got too far. But I was like, wow, you know, after in retrospect, I was thinking, like, this guy didn't say, no, no, you said that you were celibate. Maybe we shouldn't be kissing or maybe we shouldn't be doing this heavy petting. Like, he was ready. Like, he always. was waiting. He's like, <laughs> he was oh, it's like, going down. Right. And I'm like, look at you. <laughs> You all excited, got y'all everything out, condoms out and stuff. I oh, got my got myself up, got my person, got out of there. I was like, see, thank you. Like, and you walk out and you start understanding that God really has your back and gives you that willpower to say, Oh, this guy was a counterfeit, basically. You know, he said that he was willing to work it out, or he said that he was willing to go this celibacy journey and he wasn't. He was just waiting so yes you will definitely encounter those guys too
0: so how do you communicate this process or that you're celibate or just the idea of godly dating to a prospective partner or someone you know once you know you're vibing and you do like that person like you said it may not be the first date mm-hmm. but you know when do you choose how do you know and then what kind of do you say to them
1: well my rule of thumb was um, Either two things, either wait till the third day because the third day was money for me for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> That's or, when they're thinking they're gonna be coming over. <laughs> probably, I don't know what it was about that third day. That
0: just coincided with when. That's so you funny. Think they're gonna get some. That's right, study show third date is when men think, oh, this is it. <laughs>
1: They're getting that right. I didn't see you out on these nice dates right here. We've been having a good time. Um, So either the third date, you know, I would share with them. Because by this time, I know that I will be wanting to spend more time with them. Or whenever sex came up. Now, we've all had those kind of douchebags where they seem like they're a gentleman, but they're asking you, What's your favorite sexual position on the first date? Or they're bringing up threesomes and have you ever had one? It's like, all right, let me just interject right here because one, this ain't gonna work out because I'm waiting to have sex until I get married. <laughs> they're like, wait a minute, until wait, you get what? married, like, <laughs> like you're not even doing a ninety day steam. Harvey rule. I was like, okay, not even no, ninety I days.
0: Ask about that. <laughs> A lot of women and I must admit that was back in the day. I was reading like you. I was doing yes. trying to figure things out and it's like, okay, ninety days, here we go. Then, <laughs> you know, but so you know, for women who aren't necessarily religious, do you work with them on the benefits of maybe celibacy or maybe holding out, you know, I do not related to godly, or, or do you just mostly focus on on the spiritual aspect?
1: Well, the women who definitely follow me and work with me are more than likely on a spiritual um, level, but I can be in a casual setting or, you know, we could be at a party and I'm like, Emily's here and she's the Dana relating. Like, what do you think? They're like, you know what? Hey, if God didn't walk into my room right now or down in this space telling me I have to stop having sex, I'm not doing it. So what else you got for me? Yeah. So, <laughs> or you know, I do encourage them to at least wait. You know, I I actually, I refer back to the Steve Harvey um, 90 day rule, like at least give it 90 days. Like, you know, we have to stop giving our whole self. Like, that's like the most intimate thing that you could ever give a man Mm -hmm. to people we don't even know. We don't even know if this dude is even deserving. Like, why would you give your ultimate possession to someone that you don't know? And so, you know, I just kind of emphasize that, like, get to know this person. See if you want to spend more time with him or a good amount of time. See if he's good for you. See if he's good for your your children. You know, just, Mm -hmm. I was a single mom at the time. And those are things that I had to, um, questions I had to ask myself, like, who is this person? Who am I giving this good stuff that I've acquired (laughs) to (laughs) (laughs) that's <laughs> again you know it's good <laughs> right and so I do encourage him to you know just really wait and just getting to know people um you won't have that heartache about wow, we dated for a couple of months and then he totally changed no he just finally showed you who he was and had you waited and chilled for a little bit it would have naturally came up mm-hmm, right yeah and you know sex really clouds your judgment um you know, sex is really decide, designed for marriage. I tell women all the time right now, like me and my husband can get in an argument and I'll just be so pissed off. And, you know, we go to bed, we say we don't go to bed angry, things like that. You know, so of course you have that makeup sex. Girl, we'll forget literally like, like what? <laughs> I'm like I can really be so sprung out on him. The next day he's like, "Oh, let me get to work." That you know, and it's so dangerous if you have that same effect on someone who's not for you. You right. know, that's that's a dangerous. You know, sex is like a drug almost, and that's dangerous when you're with someone who's not intended for you, who don't have your best interest at heart. Right. You know, so just be careful. That's what. I suggest just be careful, try to wait as long as possible, just so you'll know who's for you and who's not for you.
0: That's good. I love that. And just get to know them. Like you said, like know who you're dealing with, know who you're excited about, know who you're pining for. No, you know, I know yes. someone, they go on one or two dates and they're like, this is the one I'm like, <laughs> what? You don't, you don't even know where he lives. Like, right. You no, know nothing. It's like, right. No, vibe, I can feel it. I'm like, oh my goodness." No, <laughs> it's It's interesting, you know, the thing I used that, to be the same. Yeah, and I did. When I was <laughs> younger, I definitely used to be, but this, these are 30, 40-year-old women. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and I wonder sometimes, is that the desperation of, you know, it, it is harder and harder to meet people, you know, when you get older. I know social media and dating sites and everything, but you don't necessarily meet people that you click with and, mm-hmm. and vibe with very frequently, especially the older you get. So I know it can be exciting when you right. meet someone. So that's that euphoria that excitement like oh yes and then like you said sex i mean it affects the same pleasure centers in your brain that drugs do so it is fighting and you know fun and you know addictive so i definitely think it's important to like you said know who you are you know potentially giving your body to your your you know your intimate um possession right so what, what does the word courtship mean to you? I know when you talk about dating discerningly, you talk about courtship. What what does that look like? Well, to me,
1: I just like to have a, a term that's different than what everybody else is doing, you know what I mean? Or what we've been used to doing, which is just dating, this dating game, tired of it, et cetera. I mean, courtship is just really about allowing a guy to pursue you you know like i know personally i was just so pressed you know what i mean i used to spend lots of money i used to spend lots of money on clothing i mean i just was so extra like where are we going from here you know what do you want you know just really chasing men Mm -hmm. honestly Mm -hmm. um just real talk and part of what came out of, you know, my celibacy journey and allowing God to, you know, just really, um, you know, control my dating life was like, you know, fall back, chill, chill a little bit. Like let men pursue you, let men call you, let them text you. And, and understand what happens after that. Like conversations went so much better when they called me, <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. instead of <laughs> blowing their phone up all the time. Right. or It was so much sweeter to get a text from them. Or, you know, just really controlling my text messages. You know, like women, we talk a lot. (laughs) We can do this all day, but men aren't really like that. You know what I mean? So I have this thing about, you know, just really being short and sweet. You know, just, yeah, reply to text messages. Make them short and sweet, you know, and Mm -hmm. make them so intrigued by you. Like, wow, she's not like anybody I know. And I want to spend more time with her. This is what I used to get all the time, like, you are so different, and when can I see you again? I'm like, we're not even done with this date. He was like, no, (laughs) what you doing next Saturday? (laughs) You know, you, (laughs) right, and it's like, you know, you want to create that vibe, you want to create, you know, you just have to be a mystery, so you have to do things a little bit differently, and it feels great. It feels really, really good, because you're finally getting the treatment, that royal treatment, basically, that you deserve. But you have to act accordingly. It's not going to happen automatically.
0: Right. I agree. And I tell my bad girls, they know out there, I tell, you know, (laughs) you have to let men chase, let their, you know, naturally leaders naturally, you know, like to chase and, you know, go after what they want. So you have to fall back, even though, you know, everything you might be telling you, call them (laughs) followers, you know, (laughs) go
1: ahead. And social
0: yes. media and the internet and all that's made it so easy to just be totally following someone, obsessed with them, and it makes it so hard to kind of take space, you know. So I tell him, no, you take your space, you do you, mm-hmm. you know, and let him come to you. So I'm let him
1: come to consistent. you. That's consistent. And let him consistently come to you. Like men, exactly. go after what they want. They are extremely competitive. Sure do, and, that and they keeps want them you Yes, mm. and they want you all to themselves. They will ask for a commitment. They don't want you out there dating, carrying on. They gonna lock you in. Like the real ones are are gonna do. Are gonna do what you want. Now there are gonna be some men who will not pursue you, and that's just because of what women have been doing these last, you know, this last decade. You know what I mean? Just really spoiling men, just doing too much, doing everything in a relationship, doing it fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? So true. Those dudes that are used to dating those women like that, they're not gonna pursue you. They don't feel like they need to. And yeah. so those are just not your dudes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't think like, oh dating sucks or this isn't working. No, this works but just not with those guys. You're going to start attracting a whole new type of guy. Right. And
0: that's not the man you want anyway. You don't want the man man who wants you to do everything and you (laughs) to take the lead. I mean, no, (laughs) that is exhausting and that is not fulfilling. That is not not at all even the setup. So I have an important question. I know a lot of my listeners for sure are going to want to know. So what sort of physical connection is deemed appropriate when you're dating godly and when you're dating God's way?
1: I would say you have to know your boundaries and you have to know your limits. And, and um, I share this in in my book. I don't know if you read it, but the don't before I do, you know, I'm completely, totally honest. And, with me and my husband, our boundaries were pushed. <clears throat> and at some point, we were saying, like, okay, our boundary would be, you know, just oral sex. We're not really doing it. You know, I took it back to the second grade. Like, what's this third base? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. We're you know? still on the bases. Right. We're we cool. We good. You know, and that was so-called our boundary, whatever. And God checked us. I mean, mind you, this is both a man and a woman of God. Christians, we're trying to do the right thing. Um, and he checked us. He yanked our coattail. He was like, no, that's also sexual sin. Mm -hmm. And so we had to, and I know people are like, girl, you didn't know that. I'm like, I don't know. I really felt like, you know how, you know, you talk to a girlfriend, like, oh, what happened? Like, oh, we just messed around, but nothing happened. (laughs) Like, really? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Here I am, 32 years old, and I'm still thinking this way. Like, no, no, no. We just messed around a little bit. Yeah, we messed around for a couple of months. And God checked us, and he said, you're going to have to take a, you know, I told you that both of you, that you're going to have to abstain from sex, all sex, and that is sexual sin. And so we had to learn how to be intimate with each other without, you know, going there. So, you know, we would hold hands, we would sit close to each other, you know, um, in a restaurant, we'll sit by each other, um. You know, I would get a massage with all my, you know, with my clothes on or whatever. We dated outside a lot. So it was a lot of public display, you know, a lot of PDA. Mm -hmm. I mean, we kissed, you know, we know a lot of Christian couples that say that they waited until their, you know, their wedding day until they kissed. We we couldn't do that. Yeah. (laughs) I know a couple of people like, nah. Actually, it was so funny. We tried it one weekend. We were dating long distance and one weekend we came to L.A. And we try no kissing and it was a smooth weekend, like <laughs> we didn't have no slip ups or nothing and we had a great time but it, it was just too strict for us yeah that like, sounds,
0: it's like a diet like okay like okay, right like,
1: like okay, I, yeah
0: yeah That, that i lost that's weight but that's like a vegan <laughs> version like, <laughs> like the
1: pescatarian version like, kissing, and the holding exactly. kissing holding hands be close to each other because i think it's very important to know if you are you have that chemistry but you don't have to go all the way there to know if you have chemistry with someone like just sitting next to my husband or sitting next to a guy my heart would be fast i would know if you took on my fancy you know what oh, i mean wow. but wow. i don't have but to know
0: I you just didn't feel anything that's interesting yeah
1: and then also the dangers of that is that um before i was celibate i wouldn't feel any connection with a guy but one thing will lead to another and the sex will be good and I'll be so surprised that the sex is good. I've spent six months with someone where the only substance that I like about this guy is that the sex is good. Right. But right. had I paid anything else, <laughs> I did not feel anything else prior to that. But I got surprised. You know what I mean? So I'm like, you know, in the of six months, I don't even like this dude at all. And he is like head over heels for me. And that's the only thing that I like. You know, so it just kind of reverses all that and it forces you to really find a deep, genuine connection with men to know like, wow, we're really transitioning and it's really clear and I'm not confused and I'm, I don't feel any guilt. Like, it's just, a, it's a really, really good feeling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. I, yeah. It just makes it feel more special and more intimate and
1: more, you know, right. I guess it's just being in alignment with what God, want for us in dating relationships and just understanding that he has our back he will give you the tools you need to abstain he will give you that strength and he's rewarding you with an amazing relationship right you know what i mean that same relationship that we've wanted for years and years and years and haven't gotten doing things our way right you know doing things the way you want them done right (laughs)
0: So, how can you prepare for marriage or dating or, you know, even if there's no prospects? Like any tips on how to kind of prepare for all of this even
1: before you meet that person? Oh, definitely. I mean, you be the best possible version of you that you can. Um, so just whatever it is that you want to do, I always encourage women like don't wait to get that degree. Don't wait to start that business. Don't wait to you know, um, you know, travel, like, just go. Like, I hear so many women say, like, oh, I really want to do this with my husband. I'm just going to wait. Like, why? (laughs) Go to Italy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Get with your girlfriends. Get with a travel group. Like, go. Like, what are you talking about?
0: Um,
1: And another thing I would say is just, you know, especially from a Christian point of view is this is your perfect time to get as close to God as possible. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you have no distractions, you know what I mean? Like, you can have your devotion time whenever you want. Um, You can be in a church house, however you want. Like, I was at church Sundays on Wednesdays. I was (laughs) serving in ministry, you know? like I just really kept busy because I was so on fire uh, for God at the time. And my relationship with him... Which is so close, like I can just hear everything so clearly. Like everything I desire. Like, oh, I want this promotion at the job. You know, I'll be talking to him just like I'm talking to you right now. I'm trying to get this a promotion. Like, what should I do? And I'll just hear just different things. Like do this, do that, do that. Boom, promotion is there. Mm. And it's just like wow. Like that connection was just so real. And in hindsight, all of those little things that I was doing, getting my credit together, making more money, getting in shape. Um, spending more time with my kids, you know, I mean, it was just so many different things, you know, dissolving a business, starting a new business. All of that was in preparation to become my husband's wife. Mm -hmm. It all was in alignment. Yeah, My husband is very frugal, you know, play when it comes to that money. Had he met me three or four years prior where I was just spending money left and right. Versus when he did meet me, when I had my credit together, when I was paying off bills, when I had a budget. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> when you knew how to act. <laughs> yeah, when I know how to act with some money, that's what was attractive to him. You know right, what I mean? Right. Or being celibate.
0: You grew into the person that was meant to be with your husband.
1: Yes. Definitely. So, so that kind of plays things. into
0: that heaven sent love, right? So he yes. can't send you that love until you're ready to be
1: that woman. That's Yep, definitely. exactly. Exactly. I now I did date in between there, but like I mentioned before, dating was really fast.
0: yeah i can imagine
1: yeah it was (laughs) i can imagine
0: yeah Yeah. so how do you know if a man is meant for you in in all of this in that capacity like how do you know this is the one like this is the love of a lifetime this is heaven sent
1: i have to be straight up when i tell you guys was like my relationship coach like he was giving me live feed in my ear i Pray, you know, not to be super spiritual. I tell you, I talk to God just like I'm talking to you guys right now. I like, hey, God, this, this man is win. fine right here. You need to tell me quickly if he's the one. <laughs> I need to know. Or, oh, I don't know. Should I give him another chance? The date was just a little iffy. You know, just God, if he's meant for me, you know, let it be known. Or this guy seems too perfect. He's perfect on paper, but there's something about him that I'm not really feeling. Like something in my spirit reveal it to me, God. Tell me. Like I want to know. I didn't feel comfortable. Like he seemed good, but something wasn't right with him. Reveal it to me. And he would. Mm. He would. As soon as I said though that prayer, I would say it over and over. Anytime we text. Anytime we you know we'll talk on the phone. Especially during and after a date, I'll say, God, I want your will for my life and if this isn't it remove him reveal it to me give me the tools that I need to walk away because he kind of fine or he looks great on paper so this is going to be hard to see you right 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 he checks all those boxes right 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 and so he would reveal it to me guys will stop calling me I will see a guy at the, the movies he would have canceled with me. He'll be at the movies with someone else. I'm there taking my daughter to the movies. Like it was just some of these, the, the most realest moments of my life where God just really put some things in my, just right in my view mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. Um, inconsistencies and in behavior, um, social media, you know, just different things I didn't like on social media. You just have to be okay with like, you know what, this isn't for me. It just got worse. Anytime that I said that prayer, things would not get better. They would get worse. I will start seeing red flags. I will start seeing some inconsistencies. I just will stop really feeling a person or they won't call me. They won't text me. <laughs> you know, it was just behavior that was clear like this person is the one.
0: Right.
1: And when my husband came along, I did not stop those prayers even though I knew him, even though we still maintain a friendship over years. I was really we in and things got better and better and better mm-hmm. all the way up to the altar all the way to the altar <laughs> oh i love it love yes it. all the way there it got better and better i was like wow i right. love that it's going it's so, down so interesting <laughs> i could talk about
0: this for uh forever but my listeners where they could find you and about some of the the worker programs that you have
1: Sure, sure, sure. So I'm on Instagram at underscore Emily McKnight. My website will direct you to every um, thing that I have going on. www.takeitfromm.com. That's been my tagline given to me by my closest friends, Take It From M. Um, oh my I'm God, awesome. She'll yes. Tell <laughs> She'll tell you. Exactly. Or she's been through that before. Listen from her. So www.takeitfromm.com. Um, I, you know, I do programs that are quarterly. You know, that would just kind of help you get over the hump. You know, some self love, some getting your power back, just different things like that. You know, I have a free ebook that's out there that you can sign up for, written by me and my husband, basically how we made it through our celibacy journey. I love that. Um, yes, it's kind of like the the weight, the dirty version. <laughs> <laughs> the weight, the weight, but fun. Right. <laughs> I had somebody tell me that, like, it's the realest version it's out the there. the real, the
0: real, I like yes. that. the real version of the weight. I love it. Yeah,
1: because some people d- didn't know that me and my husband had sex before. We were um, high school and, and college sweethearts, so college, college, it was cracking. So, you know we had history right. or whatever and which made it a lot harder i'm sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i remember I back. <laughs> yeah i remember you in 1920 homie. I mean. um so you know so we have that ebook um, tell it to see how we made it through i also have to Dump before i do that really outlines my entire dating history lessons that i learned from each relationship you know like my girlfriends can tell you like i had a story for every Type of guy that you can meet, educated guy, guy with money, broke guy, <laughs> <Right>. older guy. <laughs> right, been there, done that. <laughs> been there, done that, and you know. So I just basically outlined; It was very entertaining. But I guarantee you, you can identify yourself in one of those stories. Mm-hmm. A book that I wanted to write for years, but when I started writing it, I was like, "Wow!" The final chapter wasn't ready yet, and so it ends with you know reuniting with my husband and our wedding day oh yeah so, <laughs> <You're> so good <laughs> yeah right. exactly exactly Love so that. yeah so that's what i'm doing and i do various speaking engagements so i guess the best way is just to really you know um join the mailing list find out where i'm at um,
0: nice and i'll, I'll and hopefully your- i'll be able to meet information in the show notes my bad girls can find you yes so but any,
1: this has been fun
0: yeah any last parting words of advice for my bad girls out there that might be looking to you know try this journey or just you know want to
1: know if, any just last words or or i just say i mean single life is rough but try this. Like try some of the techniques that I give. And I give nuggets like on a regular every day. And just try these different things. It might seem so weird. It might seem so weird to, you know, wait for a guy to text you first. Like, um, oh, this is 2018. I ain't gotta wait for no dudes. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm empowered. Right. I'm a feminine. Right. Like, exactly. Oh, whatever, whatever you want to oh, like, Just try it. Just try it. And, you know, try it, guys way God does not let us down ever and so even though it might seem rough even though it might be against the grain with what everybody else is doing what you're hearing songs what Cardi B is doing you know just whatever's popular out there it ain't it ain't like that but at the end of the day it's so so worth it I can't emphasize that enough it's so worth it so it's definitely worth a try
0: I love that. Thank yes. you so much, Emily McKnight You're Welcome with us. You're and welcome. Thank you all for listening. And until next time, be bad. <laughs> That's this week's episode of Bad Girls Guide to Love with Dr. Io. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give me a review on iTunes. For more material and content, you can find me under iogathingmd on Instagram and Twitter or head over to my website, www.iogathingmd.com. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Until then, be bad.